Welcome to Hello Church. This is episode 65. And Justin, we're talking about money. We are talking about money. <laughs> we're talking about seven tips for pastors mm-hmm. on how you can generate side income yeah. for yourself, for your family. Yeah, we know a lot of pastors, just because of the nature of your job, you either bivocational and you work at a church, and maybe you just want to work at a church and earn some side income to help your your pay the bills, or possibly uh, maybe you're getting paid very little at the church because your church really can't afford it, and so you've got to supplement your income. We're going to give you some ideas to hopefully help you walk through that. I will have to say we are not financial advisors, so if you choose to invest in anything, but, consult a licensed financial advisor. But I do advisor. have one available spot in my downline. <laughs> um, you can work from home. Yeah, it's like number one multi-level <laughs> oh, marketing. Oh <laughs> we won't be talking about any of that today. But we do have uh, seven things that we want to talk about that talk about that we feel like could be helpful to you because we know pastors. Like mm-hmm. pastors uh, have a little time, mm-hmm. probably don't make the best salary, and um, if you can generate a few thousand bucks extra per month, that would be substantial for your family. So. Mm-hmm. Let, hopefully these ideas can can help you do that. Now, uh, let me say this. We have, you know, a lot of pastors on our email list. We know a lot of pastors. We've been pastors. Um, there's a few of our friends that uh, are full-time at their church, but slowly but surely they've been able to build a sort of a side business that doesn't require a lot of time. And that was yeah. really our goal, right? Like, how can you leverage your skills, your mm-hmm. core strengths, not learning anything new, because learning something new is going to take you a long time to, to get proficient at it. You're already strapped for time. How can you take what you're best at for the least amount of time in order to make some extra side income? And that's what we want to talk about today. Yeah, so first question, how do you feel about being a TikTok celebrity? Because that's where the <laughs> money is right now. <laughs> Pastors, oh, don't try to man. be a TikTok celebrity. Oh, it's not going to go well. It might go viral, but not in the way that you want it to go man. viral. I mean, yeah, you like. I feel like a few years ago it was like become a YouTube sensation. Now it's like TikTok. That that's probably lowest on the list of <laughs> things that we recommend that you do, just because it just takes a lot of work. So, but you mentioned something really good: leveraging your skill sets. Yep. And for a lot of pastors, every single week you are writing a sermon, and something that you said in the past is that writing a sermon is kind of the equivalent of writing a, a midterm paper. And so pastors are writing every single week. They're studying every single week. They're looking for illustrations. They're applying what they've studied to the lives of their people. So why not try to help increase your income by writing yeah. i think that that would be step number one or our suggestion number one is look at look at the field of writing and we're not talking about writing a book which you know if you have the time to do that great um but writing a book becoming a book author is not going to make you a lot of money probably uh, not no. <laughs> <laughs> um but you could write a blog so you could you could write affiliate blogs i know a guy um, who makes five figures a month, guys. Five figures a month, and it's off of one blog post that he wrote using affiliate links. Now, he happened to be an early adopter in this software, mm-hmm. and he compared it to the competitor, so when people search uh, X software versus X software, he comes up, but he makes five figures a month off one blog post. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what an affiliate link is, is you 
you write a blog, you write something, and you take a link that's associated with your profile for a specific company. And if somebody clicks that link mm -hmm. and gets referred and then they purchase what you what you referred them to, you get a commission from that company. Amazon does the same thing. So mm -hmm. you can become an affiliate for Amazon and you can review bicycles or uh, whatever it is, cycling shoes, and you can include those links. And anytime someone clicks that link and purchases something, you get a little bit of a cut. And I'll say this too. If you want to write a review of seminary or ministry hey, pass, hey, we'll hey. pass you an affiliate link and uh, and you can make a little bit of money. Dismissed. We're just going to throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why, though, we start with this, though, is because you write, you work uh, for a small amount of time, you write the piece, you write the affiliate blog, and then you're done with it. You don't have to do anything else, mm -hmm. right? And it just sort of accumulates over time. Again, trying to lean into this, like, how can you leverage your strengths for the least amount of time possible? The other thing you can do is you can write for different magazines, you know, religious magazines, church magazines, church blogs, church websites. They're always looking for contributors. Mm -hmm. I do think the pay is probably a little bit less than that. Yeah, it is. But you're talking about something that you've you know, probably been uh, experiencing for the past 10 years, 20 years, especially if you've been in ministry a long time. So it's not hard work. Um but I think there may be more upside using uh, affiliate stuff. The other thing you can do is uh, we know a pastor that would write commercials, would write scripts for local commercials mm -hmm. for the, um, actually, I think the, he was writing some stuff for ESPN radio here in Houston at one wow. time. So that, you know, again, pastors, you're writing out sermons, you're, you're presenting mm -hmm. content every week, L look into like those types of opportunities that are outside of the church that can um, generate some decent income for you. Yeah, so writing is number one, and this uh, this next one actually kind of hits uh, both writing and this topic, but it's research. So there are a number of pastors who need help researching their messages, not ghostwriters writing their message, but they want to talk about marriage, and so they're like, oh man, I would love for somebody to read two books uh, because I can only read, you know, two. Somebody else reads two, and then they provide a recap of those books on marriage, and I can include some of those quotes in my sermon. Or I would like for someone to do a deep dive. Maybe you know Greek or Hebrew. A deep dive into a passage and show me what they found, and then I can take that material and include it in my message. So that's something you could do. I know there are different organizations. One of those is is Docent, where you can write and research and help out other pastors who are preaching or maybe even putting together blogs. And I'll say this too. So as a pastor, if somebody says, hey, like, what are you skilled at? Uh, obviously, one of, one of your, your greatest assets is, is you're good at being a pastor. You're good at teaching the word. And so there are other churches that need people to maybe write emails for them or blogs for them or to take a sermon and convert it into a blog. And you are one of the best people to be able to do that because you understand that world. So it might be that you uh, help out another church by doing research or by writing for them. And I think that that could be a really good use of your talents. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And the other thing, too, that you could uh, do as it relates to writing is if you're bilingual, you could uh, translate stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's probably on the lower scale. But again, if you're bilingual and and you're able to do that and you have some spare time, go ahead. Um, 
the third thing is investments. So again, we're not financial we're not advisors. Financial advisors. We're giving you ideas. Like pilot, right here, just washing <laughs> my hands of this. Give it ideas, but make sure uh, you use wisdom. But just yeah. some ideas in terms of invest investments would be the third item on the list. Yeah. So you know, if you're gonna leverage your extra income somewhere to try to make money, don't buy dead assets. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you know, people can rent out their homes. Uh, we had a, we had a friend of ours. Mm -hmm. uh, they're actually at our church. Uh, some they just put their home up right on Airbnb and they just listed a crazy price mm -hmm. and it was like hey um, we don't we like our home we're living in our home but someone wants to pay us X amount of dollars a night to stay there we'll we'll stay with the in-laws you know with like a minimum of a week or two yes weeks it was a minimum like of a week they had a they had uh, two companies contact them um, where there was, a, you know, a, I would say a higher net worth individual or family in the area that were doing some big remodels on their home. And they said, hey, can we rent out your home for three months? The money that they got, though, guys, was substantial. Mm -hmm. And they ended up living with the in-laws, living with his parents, living with her parents, staying with you know, some friends. They just kind of made it work. And actually, the, the couple moved out early, but they got paid for the full amount. Wow. which is pretty crazy. And you've done something similar. You bought an RV recently mm -hmm. and you began renting that out and that's paying for your, your note. Oh yeah, yeah. You rent out, uh, renting out the RV, uh, places like RV Share, Outdoorsy, and I mean, right now during the summer, everybody's traveling, so I'm, I'm more than paying my note, yeah. uh, which is really awesome. So I'm, I'm bringing in a positive cash flow every month on that. So yeah, look into something like that. If you buy an asset, that just kind of sits at your home obviously you can use it and you can enjoy it but if you put all your money into that those dead assets then your assets never actually make you money so think about that even if you have a piece of property maybe you're, you're in an area where you can rent it out to people who'd like to camp whatever it is just kind of get creative and i think you might be able to find some interesting ways to make some money another thing you can do if you're a sports fan i mean maybe you collect the baseball cards when you were a kid like i'm 38 so when i was a kid Baseball cards were like super popular. They call that the junk wax era because they printed just way too many. Uh, but but sports cards has made a major comeback the last several years, and I've made uh, some decent income collecting sports cards. And look, I'm a I'm a fan of sports. I love watching college football. I love the NFL. I love the UFC. Um, I love NBA playoffs, not mm. necessarily the regular season, but I mean just a sports fan in general, right? Go Stros. Uh and because I'm a sports fan, I know all the players and keep up with the stats. I watch the highlights. Well, I can take that knowledge. Like I'm not real familiar personally with, uh, you know, the stock market. I, do, mm -hmm. I play around on Robin Hood, bought some Doge, you know. Doge. Um, <laughs> but but for the most part, I'm much more knowledgeable in the sports arena. And I just keep up with the, the teams and the players. And so I've invested in the sports cards. Now I will say I invest in the graded sports cards. So don't just buy packs. Um, you know, trying to hit big. I mean, you can, but that's essentially like, you know, I don't know, like a slot machine in a way. Yeah. Um, I buy graded cards that are PSA graded, meaning they come in the encapsulated case. They have an actual grade. That I view that as like a stock, like a share of, uh, of a company. And then I wait for that 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 card to increase, and then I sell it. Sell it on eBay. Sell it at local card shows. Sell it on Facebook Marketplace. But if you love sports, this may be actually a really passive way for you to make extra money. Another thing, this is going to sound really funny. It's not even in our notes. Yeah. Um, but Wade and I met someone um, 
Joe Sangle from Enjoy Stewardship Solutions. He, he had a roommate, college roommate, that's been buying and selling Legos for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, buying and selling Legos. Uh, after doing research, we, we realized, we found that Lego uh, sets, particularly like the like Star Wars, something like the, what would you call it, the, the, the main movie sets. Yeah, yeah, the ones that have that IP attached to them. Yes. Um, they uh, they uh, increase in value at 14% on average annually. So, again, buy, it's like a stock. You can buy it, and I made, we made a lot of money selling Legos, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I, I did it for a while. I started like two years ago. I still have a couple that I'm just waiting to sell because they retire and, and all that. you got to be careful because if you just if you buy the wrong ones, yeah. it's just well, – but, we, it, but it's kind of a fun, a fun little hobby. Um, I think I think that could be super interesting, and then at thrift store uh, flipping. Yeah, I know people want vintage T-shirts and vintage clothes. So if you can buy something and take it and flip it on eBay, um, that's good. I know flipping just in general, whether it's garage store finding deals, can be uh, can be lucrative if you do it right. It takes a while to understand the world, like whether it's the Lego world or the card world, but. If you already know Legos and you kind of understand that, then maybe that would be a good entry point. Yep. Uh, another thing you can do is create and sell your own resources. So, uh, again, leaning into your strengths, right? So you, if you're the pastor and you're preaching 40 times a year, you know God's Word uh, pretty uh, in-depth, right? And so you can create Bible studies. Uh, and and what's weird is, right, like some of these things you think, well, I, I would do this for free at my church. Well, yes, uh, and that's a great noble effort, but there may be other people outside your church that would benefit from your knowledge and experience. Um, they have a, a specific need. You could write Bible studies. You could create. You know, let's say you're writing your own sermon series material, and your church is producing it, or you're producing it. You could mm-hmm. package that and sell that to other pastors in your network. Um, you could, uh, you know, we know a couple um, that shoots. They just. Uh, they, they shot photos and videos, right? Of like, you know, uh, on a on a site called Lightstock, which is you know a good partner friend of ours. Uh, Lightstock's awesome. It's like cheesy free uh, stock photography and video for churches. So it's like if you need a small group image for your small group uh, page on your website, you'd find a, a really solid image like that on Lightstock. Well, this couple shoots. They're they're making five figures a month on their commission because they kind of got in early and they just shot every week. They're like committed to saying, Hey, for a few hours every week, we're going to shoot some stuff, get some people together, maybe shoot at the church, whatever the case may be. And we're going to upload it to Lightstock, and we're going to make money that way. And again, again, the the whole idea is right is using some strength. So maybe you you, you did photography at one time or you have the creative flair, um, spending a few hours working on something and then allowing that few hours of, of input to generate, income and it's not like large income but it accumulates over time right and as you add more and more and more it just swells and grows till uh before long like like this couple you're you're in five figures yeah and this is kind of along those lines as well it's under that category creating and selling resources uh, but also maybe preaching uh, maybe at youth camps or at other churches um, if you're able to do that you might be able to make a little side income and really help add to the salary you get at the church or hopefully even make you help you go full time at your church if you're working somewhere else. So that could be something fun. Uh, the six 
tip we have is coaching. Now, for some of you who are younger, who are listening to this, this might not necessarily be an option, but for those of you who are seasoned pastors, uh, whether you have been a youth minister for 10, 15 years or a senior pastor for a couple of decades, other churches and other pastors would love to have you as a coach somewhere. And I think that could be a great opportunity for you to pour into the next generation and make a little bit of money to add to your ministry. Yep. Uh, you could coach other pastors. You could coach people in public speaking. Again, pastor, whether you realize it or not, you are professional as a public speaker. Mm-hmm. You're speaking, most pastors, we just did a, a survey in our Pastor Circle Facebook group. Join that, by the way. Shout out to the <laughs> Pastor Circle. Um like majority, it was like over 90% of pastors in that, that answer, that, that poll, um, a few hundred people responded, uh, are preaching 40 or more times a year. Like mm. if you're doing something 40 more times a year, that is that dense and such, you know, hard work, I, I would consider you a professional at public speaking. You are a professional presenter of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, so leverage that you can coach others in business and public speaking, you know, Steve jobs, um, a lot of big CEOs or business leaders that you see in you know mainstream um, uh, our culture and society that they have coaches they have pre- present uh, presenter coaches essentially um, yeah Nancy Dorte I believe is who coached Steve Jobs a lot uh, the other thing you could do is become a chaplain um, you know there I am a part of a group called C12 it's a CEO Christian leaders CEOs uh, sort of cohort and at this last meeting several of them mentioned that that they have uh, a chaplain that comes into their businesses once a month and is available for call you know schedule a call or an email with their employees and they love it because it adds a lot of value to their employees um, one guy said you know every time I think about canceling the service I get an email from someone saying man I just I really appreciate this I had a great conversation he's like I know that they don't know Jesus but that but that chaplain was able to minister to them in a way that I couldn't as their boss and so again, you do you do these types of things for free, right? For your church and for your community. But certain businesses would love to offer that sort of spiritual life coaching uh, to their employees as an added benefit, as a morale booster. And again, leaning into your core strengths and what you're great at for the minimum effort is what we're going for here, because we know that you don't have a lot of time. But but maybe consider becoming sort of chaplain for hire for different businesses. Yep, that was number six. Number seven would be teaching classes. You could teach classes online or in person. I think online is huge right now, but let's say you wanted to work through the book of Galatians, or let's say you wanted to do a youth ministry coaching cohort. You can put together some videos. You could work through how to be a youth pastor, how to counsel someone, how to create a sermon, whether you put those on YouTube or you build a class and allow people to join for a, for a fee, I think that could be something that could utilize, once again, your talents as a minister to help coach, but coach more people at once. And once you create that class and you get that all set up, then, then really you're just kind of doing administration work and people are joining it all of the time. And I, I think that adds, adds to uh, your income, but doesn't necessarily add put too much tax or weight on your schedule. Well, one of the things to remember is that 
like let's say you 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 taught a a class on how to study the Bible. Like mm-hmm. how do you actually study the Bible and go deeper into God's word? Well, your church could be the beneficiaries of this class and then you could sell this class mm-hmm. to people outside your church or on Udemy or on any of these training course websites. Um and so again, like your church can benefit from this, but then you can make money outside of it. So I think it's just a really, really neat opportunity for pastors in today's world, especially, you know, there there are not many people in our society uh, that write 40 college term papers and then present them every single week. I don't, I don't, I feel like pastors don't realize mm-hmm. how m- much work that actually is or like, like, or how unique that is in our world. Maybe not, I mean, you know how much work it is. It's every week, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but how unique uh, the pastor's role is in the fact that you're presenting this content every single week. And so lean into that, leverage that strength uh, for your and your family's benefit so that you can make a little extra money and, and do things that you've always wanted to do. Maybe go on an extra vacation this year um, because you made a little extra income. Yeah. Listeners, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Hello Church. Make sure to tweet your favorite points or maybe even add suggestions by using the hashtag, hashtag HelloChurchPod. You can also comment if you're watching on YouTube. Yeah, do you have a side hustle? We'd love to hear about it. Yes, are you bivocational? How do you generate extra income? Let us know, and I think you'll also help other people in the comments section. Next episode, we're going to be talking about how to write a sermon. In a lot of you, almost all of you, have written a sermon that you might learn something new in this next episode. So make sure you tune into that. It's going to be a good one. We'll see you next time on Hello Church. See you.